You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. Tonight we talk about Mario Bava's 1964 Jalo classic, Blood and Black Lace. Sit down for the You have no trouble. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Yes, I was wondering what would break first. Your spirit. Oh, your money. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. God is dead. The city is headed for a disaster of biblical proportion. What do you mean, biblical? What he means is Old Testament, yes. Mayor. Real wrath of God type stuff. Dead fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years in darkness, earthquakes, volcanoes, the dead rising from the grave. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. Welcome to the podcast. We're your host, editor Brian Elkins, with me here tonight, cinematographer Jared Callen. How you doing, Brian? I am good. Ready to murder six women. Hell yeah. Oh. Let's get it done. Oh. I'm going to smack oh. the shit out of them. <laughs> well, that's what I meant by murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got an open hand. It takes, it takes longer. We also have with us director of photography, Mike Griggs. Is that your sign squeaking out there, or are you just happy to see me? Oh, it's going to be rocking all night. Definitely the sign. It's the sign. Oh, you should fix it. You should definitely, yeah. definitely fix it. With your cool blue ladder. Cool blue ladder? That was, that was a cool blue. ladder. No, it was every, a great ladder. Every ladder I'm, is I'm, blue. What are you talking about? Uh, that is true. Most ladders are blue <laughs> or orange. <laughs> and we also have with us costume designer Kristen Jones. Hello, hello. Hey, hey, and here we are talking 1964's Blood and Black Lace from director Mario Bava. I also like to call him the, the Bava Duke or the Bava Yaga. <laughs> Fuck off! Oh my god! I will, I will accept both of those. <laughs> after after like researching Mister uh, Mister Baba, I think that he is both the Baba Duke and the Baba Yaga. Okay, I f- I kind of feel bad because I had never heard of this guy before, but I was telling a colleague about this movie, and I was like, "Oh, it's this random ass movie, and it's directed by this guy." And she was like, "Oh my god, yes!" And I was like. Okay, I guess he's a big deal. That's cool. He makes those yellow movies. <laughs> she asked if there's a lot of color in it. I was like, there, I mean, sort of, yeah. It's sort of? Sort of. I think there's so, a lot of color. Bro, this, is like, the, this is like the antithesis of RGB before RGB <laughs> even existed. Like, everybody thinks they're being creative. Guess what? It's been done. <laughs> it's all been done before. It will all be done again. Oh, yeah, no doubt. From, from 64, too. So this is, this is a while ago. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Four years after Psycho. 
Right? Yeah. Put that in perspective. That is, that is one way to measure it. Not too many horror films between, uh, well, in terms of like slashers and modern thrillers or jalos as we're going with this, between like uh, Psycho and this movie. You have like The Girl Who Knew Too Much, which was Baba's like first, I guess, jalo, but it's in black and white. It's not in color. And then, uh, I don't know, you have The Peeping Tom and you got Blood Feast. And then, you know, that that's pretty much it in between now and here. I like early <laughs> titles. They're good. <laughs> I don't really get blood this. Feast. I don't really get what that this one's one. About. I don't know. Like, what's the? Was there black lace in this movie? Yeah. Right. No. What? Where? I'm, I'm sure with like. Some, I, some, and I definitely didn't see any black lace with blood on it. Oh, uh, okay. You may have a point there. <laughs> I, I well, the title isn't blood on black lace. It's blood and black lace. You know. I would well, just wish that there had seen some black lace. I know that this that, that this there was uh, some black lace. Why didn't they use the Italian? name for it why did they reach like, uh six the women title? for the murderer seems kind of like you know okay we know six people are going to be killed yeah you're going <gasps> there to watch six women be killed like what do you think you're watching with blood and black lace well it, like, i like to have a little surprise with my murder you know i, I thought like there to... was gonna be four that turned out to be six it was <laughs> surprising yeah man so true wow good yeah. good call mike they definitely should not have used that <laughs> and and i don't think they, they expect people to actually be able to pr- uh, pronounce said don't per l'assassino well they could have called it six you know six murder uh six women for the murder you know the english title or uh, I think the original uh, on on the script, the title was uh, "Fashion House of Death." Mm, that also would oh, make that's, a good That's a great title. I actually like that one. Oof. I do yeah, like, I like that. that one better. Actually. Fashion House of Death. Because I like Blood and Black Lace, but see, Fashion Blood and Black Lace, Blood and Black Lace sounds more like you know serious. It does. Oh, you. The you other one sounded like, like thinking it was serious. No, the other happening? one sounds like it. The other title sounds like it's fucking made by fucking the guy who did Plan Nine from Outer Space, like uh, Ed Wood. <laughs> <laughs> Six women for a murderer. Oh, cool. We're in for some high class cinema. Give me the popcorn. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like this is the first time, like uh, you know, you talk about body count cinema and slashers, jalos. This is the first time, like in okay. the title. Okay. Mm. You got your body mm. count. You can expect your six women to be killed. So after the fifth one, you're like, oh, my God, who else There's is only left? one more. <laughs> <laughs> that turns now, out to be that a man. Inc- that would be really crazy, right? <laughs> now, is, is is that six including the killer? Yeah, that does include mm. the killer. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because you have the, the lady in the beginning, Isabel. She's strangled outside. Then you got the uh, the lady that gets attacked. By Bru- the- she's most brutal. Well, actually, well, hold on. Yeah, she's good, but then the the, the, the next one's super brutal. Yeah, <laughs> you got the one that's attacked in the a- antique shop, and then the lady that gets attacked in her apartment that later gets her face burned. Yeah, just golly, oh, bro. Yeah. Just like, oh, was- what is it like? What is he burning it on? Like, is it's like a it's like a, stove or a, something? Yeah, it's like a heater for the whole fucking building. Yeah, I assumed. Golly, it, yeah, bro. I assumed it was a heater. Yeah, man, hardcore. Don't all of your heaters get that red? <laughs> yeah, there's open to the air, just down in the room. It's just like cherry red. And then your fourth was the the, the lady that was suffocated. Uh, the fifth was the girl that was drowned. And then uh, six and seven are they're the two killers. Yeah, man. Although, I like the, the, oh, I, go did, ahead. did the girl, uh, I guess we're supposed to take the, the, the girl at the end. She died, right? She's just like, oh, I succumbed to my injuries from the fall. I'm no, well, it could go both ways because the phone's swinging there, and and she's called the inspector. Like, so the cops are coming, hopefully, and so she's just collapsed. You know, she could they could probably like you know have done in the world of sequels, they would have done a proper sequel to this, and she would have come back. You know, yeah, this is before all that though. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying that that leaves a hole. 
You know, they they were thinking about marketing, which the same way like this this movie is very infuriating because as a film person, you always want to watch something in its original language, and because this is an Italian film, <laughs> they actually shot this fucking movie in English. Like, you know, like with phonetics, which is why it still looks like it's dubbed because it's all ADR mostly. It's infuriating because <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I should watch the English version because it's the, it's, it's the right one to watch, even though it's the Italian film. Yeah, that, that seriously threw me off because I watched the Italian version and it was all very poorly ADR. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> why, why can I not understand anyone? And like, they look weird and it's not matching and this is so stupid. Come on. It's like that in the English version, too. I don't know if you watch both of them. <laughs> I did not know. I the Italian I, one looks better. I thought the English was pretty, pretty on point for the most part. No, it's great, but like, it, like every now and then, like it, it's. I don't think it's the dubbing. The, it's deli- the deliveries issues. are weird. It's the dude. The, all the guys are played by the same fucking voice actor. Is oh that what that God, is? That's what that was blowing my mind. I was like, I kept thinking yeah, that. Yeah, that's, like, that's what it is. Because it's like, hello, sir. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the they were put, it, they, they, it was the deliveries. They were like putting weird deliveries on. I was like, this is so strange. <laughs> yeah, that's do what it is. He, uh, do you think he recorded them all at the same time? I hope so. I think <laughs> like he just goes to this side of the mic, and this guy is on this side of the mic, and then he's like, "Right here for the other guy." Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> uh, I w- yeah, I would love to see that, especially with like the uh, the inspectors like interviewing any of the men <laughs> in the interrogations <laughs> when they do the lineup. Oh my god, dude, that lineup oh. is crazy. Can you imagine doing that in person like that? <laughs> and you just walk in, you're like six like, inches from their shit. face. Like, yeah. who thought this was a good idea? Come on. <laughs> How many witnesses get murdered? <laughs> <laughs> they do get a little violent in that lineup. He's like, "Open your eyes, you fucking cow! Look at uh, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like, <laughs> you saw him there too, didn't you? He hates women. <laughs> he gets oh, mad because right, they won't right, get with yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's because he's impotent. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I I love the I love the opening of this. It's it's like you know it's like the video version of like you know uh, Jalo Clue, you know it's like everybody's like standing in a pose. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the first one when the uh, the mannequin moves the head just a little bit, and it's, it's like setting up expectations oh, the because fuck? the whole time you see those creepy ass fucking dressing mannequin things, you're They're waiting for them to move every time. There's a couple yeah, white ones, yeah. but the red ones are super creepy. Does that make you want one to have one of those, Kristen, so you can like put your costumes and all your stuff on there i i do have oh you have creepy ones like that i don't have creepy red <laughs> you ones put wigs like on in it and the shit. window for people to look at but i do have <laughs> dress forms yeah oh is that what those are called um they those are well so the difference between dress forms and mannequins is that mannequins have like arms and legs and heads and you know dress forms are just um the general shape of the body. Yeah. So you can still confuse it for a person if it's like dark and a horror movie. It's like a silhouette. Like, oh. Generally. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but mannequins are more for like stores. Oh, all right. That makes sense. Because what, what you want to picture the, your own arms and legs within the dress the, that you're about to buy. The mannequins kind of had the same like face as, as our killer. You know what I mean? Like it's this like it's this cloth face. You know? Oh, so it's because it, they had a mannequin mask for the cloth face. No, it was like a stocking, it, which is, you know, it, it actually is kind of cool. It's very just a stocking. It's it, thick, right? Yeah. I, I feel like there was something underneath the stocking to kind of smooth it out because yes, there was oh, a stocking yeah, yeah, on yeah. top, yeah. but there was so much obscured. It was actually really cool how they did that. I thought. Yeah, the first close up when when uh, we were doing our first kill when they're chasing down like this it was Isabella. Um, the yeah. first close up of the face, you can see like the shadow of the leaves like moving on it, and it has this really kind of cool like eerie effect. I was like, oh, I love that. Yeah, it's really cool. To be so simple, it works, you know. Yeah. 
Well, I love how for every shot of the killer giant scare quotes, it was always a masculine looking body, even when it was supposed to be then like revealed that she took her mask off and it was the girl. And it was like, oh, but you look like a dude in literally the last shot. So that's cool. Okay, good job. Well, well, they pull the mask off in the previous one where it shows the dude's face for like a second. That mask comes off way too easy and his hat stays on, even though it's a full <laughs> mask. That's, yeah. a, that's a little. Yeah. It, it's the same way when the, the girls, uh, when she hears the knocking at the door. And she, she, oh, she's like quickly like yeah. yeah she yeah. takes the mask off and then you see it around her face and it's just like it's hanging around her face and then she just rips it off and you're like wait yeah. a minute wait if it's a hold stock, on how does that happen? yeah <laughs> but I mean also I get it like I don't want to see her fuck with it and mess her hair up and look not beautiful for the rest of the scene very important that she's beautiful right yeah, yeah, of this course is, this yeah. is the sixties people come on yeah man you, yeah you got to look beautiful while you're being terrorized. Yeah, she had that perfect like pink lipstick and everything, man. When she pulled that mask off, it was like everything was perfect. <laughs> Clearly, she's never worn a mask before because that lipstick would have come right up. Yeah, and it would have been on the inside, and we would have seen it like staining through. <laughs> It'd be like, whoa, what's going on? And then the next time the other guy puts it on, he's like, ah, you wore it. Ah, come on. <laughs> and like, no, no, he comes in the room, and he's got like smeared lipstick on his face, <laughs> and everybody thinks that they've been That's making perfect. out, but they're That's actually perfect. killing people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know how to respond to that. One. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the 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 creepy red mannequins keep making you, they keep like setting suspense, like showing these weird mannequins. And then there's at one point where they actually show our killer and he vanishes in midair. Well, you know, no, uh, there's a, like flat bullshit, Brian. I watched it multiple times. Know, there's like know, flashing but, going on, Jared, and then no, he's standing oh, there, I and then they cut, saying. and he disappears. Like, like, like he's a fucking ghost. But you're you're describing it wrong. What it should be? It's a technical. <laughs> it's a technical fuck up. Where it's supposed to be, it's but we've seen this in horror films a million times where we have a flashing light. Oh, we see something. The lights in gone. and out of the darkness. Yeah, yeah and, and then the it's shadows. gone. It, they did the same exact thing in uh, was it the the last Halloween? Halloween, uh, not Halloween ends, but the the first one. They Halloween. do it in all kinds of stuff. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that they they effectively did it at the beginning, like a few seconds before that. Yeah, dude. But it then, was it was a mistake. It was a mistake. You have to realize that the, this is dark footage, and they're they're shooting this, and they're looking at this in a little m- movieola that's like fucking eight inches. You know what I mean? They made a mistake. They were supposed to cut like in between and make it look like, oh, he's there. <gasps> and then and the light gone, comes yeah. back and it's gone. I mean, they fucked up. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah, they did. He's not a supernatural like. No, it's not supposed to be like, oh, my God. Well, that, that, that one little section makes it seem like, holy shit. Like, like, and especially like, like the character that they play because when they're like flipping light switches and shit, it's all slow. Like they, they become this thing, you know, when they put the, put the costume on. And no, this is not Michael Myers. This is not Halloween. Just because it's the white clear <laughs> yeah, face. Yes. You know, yeah, no. I think you're saying that from a modern perspective because you've seen other horror movies that have done this yeah, same man. idea but in a different context. <laughs> and so you're like, oh, my God. Well, no, wait. This is – we just saw this in the what last night in Soho, right outside the girls' uh, window yeah, with yeah, the green yeah, light. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, where yeah. this came from. Oh uh, yeah, 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 with the flashing. Yeah, yeah that's where that's where I love, Wright's getting all of it, dude. I love how dynamic the camera is, especially knowing that they didn't have a dolly and they were doing using like a radio flyer to like move the camera around. Really? Yeah, absolutely insane. You feel it sometimes. You feel wobble in it, and it's sometimes sure, you feel, sure, you're like sure, sure. like when they're trying to do like angles. Like it, they kind of like kind of do little s's to get into things, but you know what? The, the camera is so dynamic and it feels so cool, especially for being so old. Is a, dynamic is a great word for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, just think about when they're going in between all the the, uh, the dressing rooms, which is kind of cool. There's this giant open room, and I guess they're repurposing this place, and they built these like little dressing rooms. And the camera, how it like slides in between them in these that long one takes. long shot where they just yeah. goes back and forth. Oh, how yeah. is that not a fucking dolly? That it is. It, it's okay. no. It's 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 in a wagon. Yeah, and they didn't—they didn't have cranes. 
they would they built like seesaw <laughs> shit. Oh and, my god! To like get this thing to work. Um, Grip rigs for the win. Yeah, way to go, guys. Way to go. They didn't have all the gear. I, I think the uh, I was reading some article where like uh, the cameraman or, or like Bob or somebody was bitching that they didn't have like a an airy camera. They had some like fucking Mitchell. <laughs> And they were complaining about it up and uh, up and down because it was so fucking heavy. Yeah, it's hard to see saw with a heavy camera. Just can't imagine like trying to stabilize it in such a small platform, especially like you know at the end on my second viewing, I I, I noticed like at the end where where he's like sitting there at, at the table and he pulls the gun out and all that, and that like shot through the house. It's kind of long. It goes through everything, but it's like meandering. That's like her, right? That's like her POV. Like she comes and like sees him at the door. Oh yeah, where it kind of like knocks over that uh, the mannequin or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the front or the dress form, whatever it's called. I'm learning. No, no. Um, <laughs> I actually think they had both of them in this, but the the red ones are mannequins. Yeah. But I think the dress form is when it gets uh, over in that one. When the mannequin okay, okay. Uh, blows over, it's a random weird scene. With with the madam and like uh, she's I guess she's nervous. Oh, it, it's yeah. before it's before we it's before we know that she's in on it. Like it's the scene where wind, you think she's getting attacked. Yeah, the wind blows through the whole ha- through her house and yeah. knocks them or into that place and uh, at the school or whatever and knocks the damn um, mannequin over and she goes in and she looks at it for a second and you're thinking and that's all you get you know it's just that. I really that was actually really suspenseful. That was just that was so set up so creepily and I know nothing really kind of happened from it, but. I really enjoyed that scene a lot. Yeah, it's so you don't have suspicion on her. It makes sense. Well, yeah, I mean, at that point, you don't you don't know who to. And I guess this is what makes this the most interesting of all these like slashers and who done it. You don't really have a protagonist to follow, and like, yeah, you don't know if, yeah. if the person's the murderer or if they're a victim, because like right after that scene, it's like uh, what it, the, the guy's like a governor or I forget what his title is. The dude with the mustache. Oh, his yeah, girlfriend uh, gets bumped off, right? And, and she goes home. And she's, he's got like the Porsche or the Ferrari. He's got the nice car, and there's the dead body in the trunk. And she starts lifting the the body and taking the body inside. And you're like, wait, is she? Why do- is she doing that? Yeah. yeah, is she doing it yeah. because she's the killer, or is she trying to like right. cover up for her man, or does she right. know her man is? What the was killer? her motivation there? Because that blew my mind. Like, why not just like your servant guy's coming back with your dinner? Let me like, hey man, like. Let's let's you know this. Look at this happening. Like this is fucked She's up. She's trying to uh, do it before the servant guy came back, so he wouldn't know. I'm I'm pulling this from Psycho, like uh, kind of. I'm putting this in. Well, I think she's trying to cover up for her lover, her fiance. That's that's definitely what it felt like, honey. If he if he's killed her, he's probably going to kill you too. So let's not. <laughs> oh, let's, well, let's not take this too far. <laughs> After the guy was already lying, because wouldn't he like broken? <laughs> oh that's yeah, so you funny. didn't find that yeah, until the end up. of the movie though. Yeah. When she drags him down, uh, or drags the the body down into the under the stairs, in the Italian version, uh, you got so much more clarity in the image. At least the one I watch, man, you can actually see her feet and all that stuff in the shadows. But uh, in in the in the dubbed version or the American, it's so crushed and looks looks really poor. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know if you guys watched both. I did, but I watched them on the Arrow Blu-ray. And, oh, I'm uh, sure that they look way better. It looks amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't watch that inferior quality crap. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wish I didn't. But uh, I will say that in the uh, the Tubi version, the colors pop way more. Like the like it's so vivid, you know. Mm, and yeah. I guess I guess the other one that I'm watching that I watched uh, after that was like a previous like scan or something because they did not have the fidelity. Yeah, I think the one on Tubi is the uh, that, that I think that is the Arrow transfer that looks very similar. Oh wow, yeah. it, it looks really oh, good. Okay. 
Yeah, that was a pretty good. Yeah, I watched it on TV, and I was gonna, I, I mean, I didn't have anything to compare it to, but it seemed fine. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I was, I was really surprised with how good it looks. Yeah, yeah, Cause some of these, I don't know, some of these colorful movies, man. Like, I don't, I, I wasn't exposed a lot to Mario Bava, but like, I remember as a kid watching uh, Black Sabbath a lot because it's got Bor- Boris Karloff in it. You know, uh, played Frankenstein, and man, I always remember that movie. Just like it had colors, but it's like, yep, sixties faded film. Just faded film. <laughs> oh, yeah. You weren't getting the full effect. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't until like, I don't know, like four or five years ago, I bought that on Blu-ray. And it's just like, holy shit, this movie. It looks like a million bucks. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. It's it's nice to get a good transfer. Transfers matter? They really yeah. do. It changes yeah. the whole scope of the film. I can tell you, like, just watching the fully colorized one and then watching the other one that's very muted, it, it just it changes the tone. It feels completely different. The heroine feels new. It's like, oh, okay, I'm... I'm watching like a Tim Burton do a, a 60s horror movie. Cool. <laughs> Without the crazy music. Right, right. Oh, I love the fucking <laughs> score, man. God, I love the score so fucking much. But uh, this was Baba's like first film in color, right? Uh, no, it wasn't his first film in color. It was his okay, first but... Jallo in color. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was very interesting because it's still lit kind of like a black and white movie, especially like when they cut in to someone's like close up, they're like dark in the background, you know, mm-hmm, it's like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, it's kind of like, it's, it's, it's like a surreal type thing. It's, 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 uh, you know, you're, um, you're feeling what they're feeling instead of like, you know, just a close up where we're going to darken everything and like, just put light on their eyes. You have these like, they, that happens like almost every time somebody, there, there's a big moment that happens. We cut into a close up like that. what did you guys think of the eye light on this? It was cool. Yeah, I know it's not it's not tight like we do modern eyeliner. <laughs> it's just like here's a giant slash all across like the, the middle section. <laughs> no, of your that's face. what I'm saying. It's a very it's very theatrical, yeah, you know. And yeah, a lot of things, a lot of things, yeah. like a lot of this is, is played in like long takes. Like imagine the shot when they're um, when she's like, oh, there's a brooch missing, and you know she used to keep it in all these boxes, and we stick in this watch shot, and everybody's digging through boxes. I love that. I love how that feels. And then when they finally find it, the camera just like pushes in. You know, it, it's it's very theatrical feeling. Yeah, there were quite a few, like, okay, now it's time to, like, smash cut or do a, a zoom or let's dolly in. <laughs> oh, like, to, like on the notebook? Like, it goes, that's fucking like, going to happen. <laughs> like, this is a big deal. If you don't notice, then you're... <laughs> yeah, there's a little hand-holding, yeah. you know, yeah. with that way. But that's okay. That's kind of cool. It, it adds to the... It's a little campy. You know? Well, I have to yeah. wonder, like, because my film history is not nearly as extensive as Brian's, was that an early uh, version of the, like, let's make sure that the audience understands this is a big deal. Or had that already kind of been in vogue for a while? Yeah, that had been in vogue for a while. I mean, you know, he's, he's taking that from Hitchcock. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's just not, uh, he didn't have the Bernard Herman score under, so, like, he's got, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. That's why it feels different. <laughs> got it. Okay. And it, it does. Yeah, the music would change a lot, yeah. It is a little comical. I do like the main theme, though. Like, I like how it, it gets slower and creepier, like, as the movie goes along. Like, it's very jazzy and, like, 60s in the beginning. Like, but as the movie goes on, they start playing it slower and it gets creepy. I like that, you know? It, it's like building toward the end or winding down. And it's so weird how, how I felt like this movie was super brutal. It's, it, maybe Maybe because that, that, it's just because of the time. I was like, holy shit, this is like super brutal. Like like the way that they like just like something about open hand smacking a motherfucker. <laughs> like just it's just and it's kinda comical, okay, like okay. back and forth and like it was just like, God damn, it's just like like I see people get beaten up all the time on on like you know in movies and stuff like that, but for some <laughs> never, reason this movie but never bitch slapped. Like I mean, this it's movie like did. just beating the shit, and then that whole fucking like like hot iron like you know melting hands and faces and shit. 
man, like yeah, this this movie this movie and she gave never me watched the, Star Wars. The, the, the icky feels. I know, but that's different though. I don't I don't know. Like I said, I, I don't know what it is about this one. You're right. It's a woman instead of Anakin. That's right. I don't know. It's, strangling is a little bit more. Dude, that was hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. And even like the suffocation. It's just, I don't know. It seems like a little bit more mean-spirited or something than just stabbing somebody or something. I don't know. And they let it live in, the, in these longer shots. And then you see him like drag the body away. Always always dragging the body. <laughs> like, yeah. I think, that's, I think that's why maybe this movie feels a little bit more brutal is because it seems very personal. And it, mm. it, at the end, it's yeah. revealed that it's kind of not. Point. But it, it yeah. does. Every murder seems very personal. And you're just kind of like, oh. Well, he's so <laughs> Max or whatever. He's so cold to her, you yeah. know. To like, you know, I can't remember her name. The matron, oh, yeah. Christina lady, Christy, Chris. He calls her Chris. Yeah. You know, like he's just in, like <laughs> they're both playing each other a little bit. Well, you know, her, him, him way more than her until she kind of like starts to figure it out, which is way too fucking late. But yeah, he's just so cold to her. Yeah, it is. It is personal, but it's 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 in a different. I don't know. It's weird. It's all fucked up. Fucking weird. It just feels like there's a lot of sort of there's a lot of dynamics at play and we don't know the full story and we don't know everyone's relationships and so we are kind of figuring out that all of these people know each other they kind of don't get along but they kind of have to for work um and, and so I it's don't know just what that feels like at all <laughs> but so we're watching it and and yeah like we're just kind of thrown into this world of of drama. I, I think that's part of the reason is you're, is you're like, did someone do something? Like, <laughs> why? Mm-hmm. What is the like? I think the motive is actually the most disappointing thing about this movie because, um, the I don't know. I, I, it could have been something. It could have been anything. You know. Well, did did the I love the motive. No, yeah, I mean it's good. Add, like, it's good, but I'm just so. Saying. Uh, what's her name? Peggy. Okay, so. Or hold on, a second. The, the girl that's getting the abortion. Okay, it was it was an abortion, right? Okay, yes. yeah. And and is that Max's the the main the killer? Is that his baby? No, we have no idea whose baby that is. Because that's, that's what I was like. I was like, why is he paying for things, and why are they trying to extort no, no, him no, for no, money? No, no, and no, I feel like, why, where's her. this money? No, no. Okay. Hang on. What the, the girl in the very beginning that dies, <laughs> the very first girl that gets killed. That yeah. she's blackmailing uh, Chris and the other guy. She's she's blackmailing the killers because she found out somehow. That they killed her ex-husband. Okay. So they have this fashion house, and I guess like the husband co-owned the fashion house or something. So they bumped him off, and now they have all the money. And I think they said they, they did. They say they waited to get married in secret, or they did get married in secret at the end. They, they got married. married in, in they secret. got married. So they got married in secret. Yeah. So he's got her money. They can't have sex unless they're married. So um, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do that. And then I guess Isabel found this out, and she was standard. She was blackmailing them. And she was asking for too much money because all these people in the fashion house were stealing money and on cocaine, and she was paying for all this crap. She was trying to get Franco off of cocaine, so she was buying cocaine to help get him off that drug. She was paying for Peggy's abortion, so she was getting thousand dollars a month, and then she started asking for two or three thousand, and that's too much money. So they just killed her, and then the diary showed up, so they had to kill everybody to get the diary. Tale as old as time. <laughs> <laughs> and also, if you found a diary, you don't go, holy shit, I found a diary. You don't, <laughs> right? don't, don't announce it. You know, like, let it go. And like, then put like, it in your fucking purse and then leave yeah. your purse in the middle of the table. That's like where everyone is. I do like that shot, though. I, I do like <laughs> oh, everybody man. looking at it. So like, that's like a great it, shot. It, it framing that one girl in the handle and, and all that. Like, it's great. That whole sequence is so masterfully constructed. Like the camera is just moving constantly, and the minute that diary shows up, the camera stops. It's just boom. 
Yeah. Done, and we're just looking at right people there. and we're looking at their faces and we're it, looking at everybody's their purse. looking in those weird close ups with the lighting changes. And it's not until, <laughs> you know, she, the, the girl moves again. And it's like, oh, camera's moving. And it's like, oh, that is so fucking nice, man. Oh, so much suspense. Oh, it's just fucking great filmmaking. Yeah, it's really, really well done. <laughs> well, yeah, now that you're describing it like that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be honest, uh, all of these women that were being killed, like, I never understood which one was which. They were all interchangeable, and I was like, wait, who is getting killed now, and which one are you? Because none of their names made sense, and all of the dialogue didn't line up with the words, and so I was getting very confused. We'll say that the, I, I did struggle with the Italian version, keeping things together. The English yeah. version definitely helped me. And that maybe just because yeah. I don't watch a lot of subtitled movies, but the English cut uh, really, 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 you know, really helped me. Yeah, because they were like referring to this woman and that woman and this girl, and I was like, ah, sure. Wait, is she the one that's already dead, or is she about to get killed? <laughs> I mean, so, there's I'm a so lot, there are a lot of characters in this, yeah, though. and uh, a lot of them that are not important at all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like all the men, minus the the, the, the <laughs> one killer at the end. That's just like some dudes are just some random ass suspects. Yeah, the dudes have nothing to do in this movie. Even the killer, like, uh, guy before he's, like, revealed to be the killer, he just stares in camera and smokes fucking cigarettes the whole movie. Yeah, he, he's not really, like, you know, the guy who's being all shifty, who, who you think is is the guy for a minute, you know. Yeah, this other guy, he's just kind of in the background. He's just there, you know. Talking about the cocaine guy? I don't know, is it? No, I, I was talking about the guy, the, I gotta the guy get always... I gotta get drugs. Do you have drugs? The, the oh epilepsy. God, no, the epilepsy. Yeah, what the fuck? Oh, is that epilepsy? God. Like, like he, <laughs> when no, he guys, goes to a fit, I was about to say that fit that he goes on to, man. What the fuck is that, man? I don't know what that was. I think he was trying to do a seizure or something. I don't know. That is the craziest seizure I have ever seen. I have no idea. Did they say something about that? No, no. Too? He, he went all like Jerry Lewis. He's like, hey, 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 you know, like, <laughs> yeah, this, the inspector sees it and he's like, what? Did any of you know he was epileptic? And I was like, like, Wait, bro, oh, neither right, did right, I, right. neither did I. Look at that. No. <laughs> wait are you saying he's epileptic because i don't think you're a doctor hey, like, you're just i don't a think they know how i don't think they know how seizures work and i also don't think they know how cokeheads work because the cokehead i don't know that guy's like a, a like his own heroin or something the way he's like you got some i needed a few, you know all that man I, you got some what is that it's cocaine <laughs> oh dude i love that delivery he's like, it's cocaine <laughs> Oh. A very tiny amount of cocaine. Like, like, come on. They were sharing that. <laughs> come on. What are we doing? What's the, you know, he eats it. Like, like at a certain point. Like, so maybe, maybe it's a different type of cocaine or something. But he's like, he's like, he put it in his mouth. Oh no! But do we ever see that guy do coke? I don't think we. He ever goes saw. around a corner. No, he that's goes around Marco. a corner. That's the epileptic. He's he's popping oh, pills. What was? Oh, he was eating pills. Yeah, okay. I don't see. I'm I'm getting the guys confused. Oh, right? I yeah, think, yeah. <laughs> I think he was like. Uh, was that his like epileptic? Epilepsy medicine? I don't know. Maybe I, they never said. You know, they didn't. I don't know if he was also on drugs. Maybe he was on drugs. I don't know. But yeah, you're right. He was taking drugs, a pill because yeah. you saw him. Yeah. You saw him with the the glass of water. It looks like he took more than one pill. Okay. Was it more than one? Okay, I missed yeah. that. I don't know. There was a few times where he was like finger to mouth, like he wasn't like it wasn't like a cocaine finger to mouth. It was like ah, let me put something in there. Oh, you mean cocaine? Like rubbing, it, rubbing it on your teeth, <laughs> cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Was, was the inspector supposed to be comical? I, I can't decide. I've seen this movie a couple times, though. I'm I just, think everybody's trying to play it serious. You know, do you think I don't he's trying to play it like serious? he's hamming it up a little bit? I can't tell. Also, through the whole, like, you know, 
language difference that's that's bended twice if you're watching the dub <laughs> uh you know w- which happens to be the italian like i said it's all fucking weird i think and they're all struggling because a lot of them couldn't really speak english so they're fucking like trying to do phonetic like mouth movements so they could put the damn english in there later so like imagine trying to do a performance with that like so yeah you're it's pantomiming the entire time mostly and then your performance is some dude who's doing all the voices like <laughs> It's fucking Jim Dale over here. I don't know how they kept all that shit straight. I don't know how the, you keep all of it straight with like because uh, the inspector guy he was German. Uh, Cameron Mitchell, the uh, the male killer at the end, uh, he's American. The female killer is like British, Hungarian British. I think everybody else is like Italian. It's just like what the hell? How do you keep all that shit straight? Nobody translators. Knows. Yeah, I guess nobody knows what anyone's saying. Well, it seems like now is a good time for a break. Speaking of no one knows what anyone's saying. Hmm. Let's play the trailer for Mario Bava's Blood and Black Lace. We'll be back. A house of high fashion, a dazzling whirl of elegance, of exotic, extravagant beauties. An adventurous journey into the devastating allure of the most sophisticated women and their intimate secrets. Suddenly, these lace curtains ignite a drama that will lacerate your emotions. Blood and Black Lace. <laughs> Who is this shrouded, sadistic, sordid fiend who maims and murders? Why this bloodthirsty orgy, this holocaust of lives? Blood and black lace in bleeding color. Shattering, shivering, shocking experience. Right, we're back. That was the trailer for Mario Bava's Blood and Black Lace. The trailer. Apparently, there was black lace in the trailer. I did not see it. Apparently, I'm 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 black lace blind. Um, and uh, yeah, but it's apparently black it's lace. There. It's white lace. Which one do you see, Jared? Kristen saw it. She's the costume designer. She knows what black lace is. I have to go with what she said. It's there. <laughs> It's it's the it's when the ladies are wearing like the black dresses, except it's a little see through and in patterns. Like that's mm. that's where it is. It's there. It's the patterns, Jared. Guys, what what do you think if we remade this and titled it "Blood and Black Spaghetti Straps"? <laughs> Ooh, it would be way sexier. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, but you can do lacy spaghetti strap. Oh I was say, will we get more gosh. spaghetti straps in the, if they mm. rename it this? Like, and, and they need to be bloody too. They need to put blood on them. You could just like brush a bloody hand across the shoulder, or you could take that weird claw thing that's in this movie. Oh my god! It, it's, it's like part. You're afraid like, of the claw. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's part of a suit of armor, like a like an like I kept looking up like iron gauntlets and tried to figure out what that fucking thing was. I have no idea. Could not find it. It had to be it's made like a for medieval the movie. mace of some coin. What? Some, it, some it looks sort. like it, like it holds logs or something. 
<laughs> it looks like, like, like I got this, three or I got four this like, light bulb holder. You want me to just right? use it like to kill like, someone? It's like it's like fire poke, poker's like soldered or onto uh, welded on the end of a hand, like, in, in the palm though. So you can like, I have smack definitely a changed the light bulb with because one of those. this guy's all, all about smacking motherfuckers. It's in the middle of the hand, so so it's open. <laughs> How many nights of the round table does it take to change a light bulb? <laughs> oh, and as for uh, wondering what he burned them all with, that looked like a coal, uh, a coal, like a like a, a potbelly stove, giant stove. No, so like um, before, I mean, I don't. I feel like the sixties. I feel like this turned over in the seventies, but like. No, they it, to heat the whole building. There would be one like coal burning, oh, like a stove. boiler. Yeah, yeah, and, and someone would have to stoke it all night and all day. And and I feel like that's that's what she got burned. Oh wow, on. yeah, it makes sense. Going back to the the Iron Gauntlet murder, when you see her die, it looks like it's gonna like the the pointy ends of the gauntlet are going into right in her face. her eye. Right in face. But yeah. when you see her dead, where else would they go? Like on her dead body, the holes are around her mouth, and it's like, well, how did that kill her? Well, she tripped at the last second. Wait, what? <laughs> well, I mean, like, even if she tripped, like, I mean, like, how does that? Kill I don't know, you? man. It doesn't yeah. make any yeah, sense. Yeah, because they, I, they she couldn't could, do like, it around the eyes. Out or something. Yeah. <laughs> she looked like she was dead instantaneous. <laughs> I don't think I didn't see her move much. Yeah, that's true. Died. No, the implication there Dude, was that it went through the eye holes and she was just done. She does fight. Like, wait, wait, no, no. The girl, the girl who who gets burned, she fights really hard. The girl who gets suffocated just fucking takes it. You know. Well, she's used to it. What? In a different context. <laughs> oh, she's like, choke me. Like, she's uh, you, know, like, <laughs> you know, she's the rich one. Sure, we'll go with it. All right, whatever. She's into it. Um, yeah, Just I don't know. And, yeah, the, the, the girl who who, like, who who gets drowned, her eyes are crazy, you know. Um, but like, yeah, she's, also, she's still not reacting properly either. No, she's she's pretty chill about it. And also, like... The killer like tries to cut her wrists to make it seem like she just decided to kill herself. Which, like, first of all, they can see that there's water in the lungs, so clearly she died before the wrists were cut. That's an old trick. Come on. But also, also she, we could see the she went the cuts. wrong direction. She went across yeah. the wrists. Like, <laughs> you could see the makeup effect what? before she cuts in the uh, yeah in the Italian version. I'm okay with that. It's no, for it's 64. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Fine. Yeah. And I don't know. Could they do? Would they have done? Would they have to do the autopsy and all of? Would they have had that? Obviously, she bled out in the tub. The <laughs> lungs to see which came first. Look, with these detectives, no, they would have been like, obviously suicide. <laughs> moving on, case. Yeah, closed. yeah, we're moving. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, blood in the tub, and she, and she's in there naked. Uh, you know, whatever. It's fine. She's not naked. She's wearing a very tasteful bra, which was completely see through. That was a nice bra. Like it's it's, it's good. It looks soft. And they showed it in the trailer, so it must have been fine. Yeah, it's totally fine. You can do that. Nips in the sixties, am I right? Well, and that's also Italy. So that's yeah. fair. Okay, all right, that's fair. <laughs> Foreign film, so it gets a pass. Yeah, Technically, yeah, yeah. she's completely covered <laughs> as far as Italy goes. And it's not French. Like, so we she's have beaches age. with way less clothing. <laughs> no, than this. you It'll can literally fine. walk down the street in Italy and see like topless women on advertisements. Like it's like not a thing there. As it should be. I I'm just saying, equal well. rights. You yeah, know, like yeah, it's, exactly. what's the big deal? Free the nipple. I support yeah, this. I agree. Free the nipple. <laughs> but, did, did, <laughs> why, you, why you guys got to be like that about it? Come on. <laughs> did anyone else notice like how strong this guy is? Who's like the murderer? Like, like the guy? Like he can like carry a body upstairs no problem with like swiftness. I, I honestly think that when you put this costume on, you get a little bit of like superpower in you. 
I don't know, Jared, this killer of like all the horror movies that we have watched on this podcast, this is probably the most realistic portrayal of somebody yeah. be, of like how being many bodies got dragged off screen being dragged like, yeah i like how he does it really slow it yeah like, like the girl who's behind the screen and then you got this like shot of her and she like drags it so slow and like going into that corner which you know that's a really hard place to try to drag a body into because you know it's like where the stairs are going down like so <laughs> it's really weird anyways i like how he props it up and then like they like it they set, like, set it up like a slasher movie bro how do you think that jason and shit learned to do this it's like it comes from this movie, like setting bodies up to be found. So you're saying that this is like the this is like, like this is like the, the antithesis of, of that supernatural. Like, that's like oh, just like a hint of supernatural. Like you wouldn't have John Carpenter without like uh, the Baba Yaga. Oh yeah, I mean obviously, that is very true. But I mean, there are no bodies that are set up in this. They the only Bullshit. One, the one the, the only one is the back first and the girl's one. there. The first one in the very first one is the only one. No, that's ever and set then up. the girl bullshit. Then the girl that like like the, 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 she goes and hides, and the servant comes in, and then when they, they come and move the body later, like they put, slides the body out, and then sets stands the body up behind the thing, and then the girl comes and she looks behind there, and she goes ah, and the body falls, and then like the fucking the, the mask guy like comes and like leans on the the screen and kind of goes ah, like pops around it for a second, and then attacks. Yeah, that's a that's an attack scene. That's not a staging of the, the body. No, the, the body was staged. No, but they're using the body as a. Uh, the, it was the, still staged, Brian. No, the body, when, when the you're body using was a trap, it in a, in not a, a staged like kill. It, yeah, when you're using it as part of a kill, it, that's not a staging. This is not Michael Myers, where it's like, "Hey, I'm going to put my like uh, sister's tombstone above this body that's just laying in the bed." Making a tableau. Yeah, Mike, Michael I'm, Myers isn't throwing the body at motherfucking people and being didn't like, throw ah! the body. The body was standing there. No, she put the. She was the body. She, it's dead. What do you mean it's standing there? That sentence makes no sense. <laughs> Propped up by this point, Rick and Morty has set in. She's holding it and she's waiting for it to like. I guess she's using it to like scare her. And she throws the body on her and then she attacks her and suffocates her. Mm. Right? I don't know. That's using a body as a weapon. Uh, not. I don't know. This staging thing, I don't agree with this, Jared. Okay. I was reaching. It's just not the same. Apparently so is the body. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that scene a lot, though, because like, once her body starts moving, you're like, what the fuck is going on? Is this supernatural? Well, earlier they throw a body of armor, <laughs> like a suit of armor, on top of that one girl. This like, picks up the suit of armor like, fuck you, boom. Yeah, that's what like oh, that's what he's he's always doing in this movie. Like, like even yeah. the 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 one girl uh, that's in the antique shop when she first hears something weird and she starts going down the stairs, and like I, the trunk falls. I, th- I always interpret that as like he was trying to throw the trunk onto her as she walked over, or walked under the underpass. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, because she actually, I love that shot where she turns the corner and it just fucking slams right in front of her. Yeah, shit. Like, yeah, that was awesome. Like he fucks up the timing or something. I don't know. Or was he just trying to scare her and torture her? Trying to push her back the other way so he could get her instead of running that way. Maybe stop stop you from going this way to come back this way where I could grab you. Yeah, I'm a little unclear on that, but it was still good. No, it was good. It was was a good beat. Uh, That entire fucking mannequin shop is amazing. Not mannequin shop. It's a what is it? Antique shop. Sorry, the antique shop. Yeah. Well, there's some really cool camera work in there, like where the just the, it's like dollying around, and they you follow them, and they go up the stairs, and then they kind of tilt up, and there they are at the top of the stairs, and yeah, there's some some interesting stuff there, and all the random cool like red and green lights everywhere, just like weird splashes of color. Yeah, they they do a lot with like like putting interesting lights in interesting areas in this movie. 
where it's like let's 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 light the world and then make sure that in the spaces that you're going to walk into and out of and through like we're just going to make sure that you can be seen and sometimes it's silhouette sometimes it's a little freaking slash like right on their eyes and sometimes it's it's a little bit more intentional and intense and but yeah no i i found it really really intriguing lighting mm-hmm. they do not give a fuck about like direction realism nope. motivation yeah, con- it's not like it looks like, cool i don't yeah. care yeah go with it. Do it which you know i i give some fucks for that's that's pretty fantastic it is pretty great yeah there's one shot with a great camera shadow right on our character's like face and on their body until it like dollies back and you see it move. That's you know, but that's okay. It's when she comes out and she's like, uh, all five of them are in jail. It's about it's when that one woman's telling everybody that you know the dudes are locked up. It's that shot before before video playback and video assist. Nobody even knew what they were getting. Except I, least, I saw camera. it. I saw it on my on my second you know viewing when I was looking at stuff. But yeah, but, but not was, the first time. Yeah, I no, definitely not. That. Yeah. yeah. I was really focusing on, on the dollies because once I knew it was a wagon, I was like watching them going, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I saw somebody, uh, w- one of the, uh, one of the actors or somebody disputed that, but I can't like the, the thing is with this movie, like I can't find any behind the scenes stills with actual equipment. Like you can see a couple of the actors with Mario Bava and some of the sets in the background, but you can't see the cameras. You can't see the fucking lights. You know, I don't have this, uh, Tim Lucas, Mario Bava, all the colors of the dark book that this guy wrote. It's like $2,000 on fucking eBay. I'm sure that's got a bunch of nice photos in it. But again, like it's not even at the library. Couldn't get a hold of it. So I'm not 100% sure like all the technical, like what they exactly had film equipment wise. Because it doesn't seem like, it doesn't seem like anybody agrees on anything. Same thing with the budget. Like I, I tried to find the budget, and it's just like, well, it was somewhere between a hundred thousand and a hundred fifty thousand. Who knows? Was that a lot for sixty four or sixty three? No, this was low budget in uh, sixty four, even for a horror okay. film. Yeah, you couldn't afford a dolly, Mike. <laughs> I felt it. Yeah, <laughs> but they had they had lights though. They had, they had a lot, lot of lights. Of, they, had they had a lot lights. of lights. But all yeah. things considered, I mean, it looks really nice. All of the production design, all of the costuming, all of the um, even the I thought the makeup was really good. I mean, I don't know that I would say that it's like super realistic, but it was very stylized and on point for this film, and I thought it worked really really well. I mean, they found some pretty killer locations for this to be one hundred fifty thousand dollars, like. That was a lot more like let's put like a couple things in and make sure it kind of works with the overall vibe. But if they, yeah, if they weren't building sets. I mean, oh, they, right. all the interiors are sets. That's the crazy thing. Really? Yeah, all the interiors Wait, are really? sets. Yeah, they, all the exteriors are stuff they shot around Rome, but all the interiors were shot at a studio. Well, shit. That's crazy. I really enjoyed the way they set up the fashion house with the different rooms. And yeah, actually, it it did seem like a set the way they would go from room to room, but still maintain like a view of the entire like area. Yeah. You're talking about like those changing rooms where they're dolling back and forth. That one shot that was. Yeah. No, that was that was one of my favorite sequences of the whole movie for sure. Yeah. I don't know how anybody got paid. (laughs) Maybe they didn't. Well, uh, that that is a uh, funny joke. Mario Bob always said he he got paid with uh with rubber checks, which I thought was a pretty pretty checks. They bounced. They yeah. Bounce. <laughs> it's pretty nice. Funny guy. It's cute. It's cute. <laughs> well, they even say like one movie, I think he made a uh, Kill Baby Kill and he he never got paid for it. Got finished with the film, just never got paid. I'm like, "Oh, look at that. Doesn't matter how how good you are. Sometimes you just don't get paid." I feel that. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> no kidding. It happens sometimes. It'll be good for your uh, portfolio, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be great exposure. <laughs> Wait, you don't you don't work just for credit? Oh, sometimes oh. I do. <laughs> sometimes I do. Watching movies where they have s- so little and they're able to put so much on screen, and and still just tell such a, a, an amazing visual story. It, it it does get me really excited. It's just like, oh man, this makes me want to go make a horror movie right now. Hell yeah. It's very infectious. Just We just need one person to sell our house, and we can do it. It'll be fine. <laughs> Kristen, I nominate you. <laughs> there we go. Hey, yeah. And only, got- if, only if you guys want a fish tank. Someone has to take the fish tank. So. <laughs> no, we're keeping that so you can live in it after you sell the house. That's the plan. Uh, live in the fish tank? The fish tank isn't that big. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. I, I gotta know the dress question. So, like in 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 the movie, the girl like uh, <laughs> the girls are like passing around uh, oh uh, Isabella's dress, and they're saying that's bad luck. You can't wear that. So, what do you think, Kristen? Is it bad luck to like if you're doing a production and a girl dies? Or, do yeah, do we still use her? <laughs> <laughs> so we we, we um, don't use her. We don't but, use her costume. <laughs> but if I was in charge of it, like if I was the designer, like someone needs to wear the dress. But like if I was the model, no, I'm not going to wear the dress. You're like, look, this is what's been bought. You're the same size. Get in this fucking dress. <laughs> like, I mean, you can I mean, wear I'm the dress, sh- or you don't have to get paid. Is that kind of what it comes down to? <laughs> No, I feel like extra money, extra money mm. to wear the dead girl's dress. Okay. Okay. Oh, to yeah, wear yeah. the dead uh, girl's dress. I <laughs> <laughs> get the dead girl dress bump, yeah. <laughs> if you had a nickel, that's about how much you're going to get. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me sound like this has happened before. <laughs> it has, oh, it it's has definitely happened, happened so, so, before. Yeah, someone's sure. died on set or something's happened, you know, and, and someone's died and they come back and now, now you have this this costume. <laughs> I mean, there's just, I just feel like there's a lot of politics that play there. Um, not even to mention, not, not even touching the whole, like, you know, spiritual aspect of, like, is this haunted and would you be haunted and all of that? Because I feel like some people are very superstitious and that would definitely come up. But, like, oh, even no. just, like, interpersonal politics and if this is a well-known designer or a well-known model, no, there's a lot going on there. I wouldn't touch it. The place seemed like it had a hell of a budget because every single like girl had their own. There was a, there was like somebody in there dressing them. Yeah. Every time we went to the so, dressing room, is that like, pretty normal shit. for that kind of a show? No, um, no. So normally the models do not get their own rooms. They are just because that's like actually a very common complaint is models are expected to, and they're usually again um, they're usually you know, between the ages of 14 and like 17 and they're just expected to like strip down in the middle of the room with, uh, with everyone in it, including like the photographers and press and like everyone's there. And so that's actually a very common complaint. And Mm. so they kind of just like, will hang a curtain (laughs) Mm. um, and have the illusion of privacy. So at at least in that respect, um, like the way everything was so open there, like that is accurate, but no, like not uh, at least nothing that I've ever worked on has ever been, that uh, well staffed and well attended. So like typically you put it on and um, then you have to go to somebody who will then like pin it or fix it or do whatever. Um, But that's also usually done right before you go on. Um, You don't have somebody there with you doing it. It's all very last minute and it's very rushed and it's kind of sloppy. And honestly, the way the fact that anything gets done is amazing. I think, Hmm. I don't know, maybe Europe is different. I haven't worked over there. 
I mean, we would know regardless, Kristen. <laughs> U.S. fashion shows, European fashion shows, never been to any. Yeah, I don't know. Eh, eh. Uh, this looks like a very nice, a very nice uh, fashion show with a lot of money. Yeah, so. totally. Do you think uh, Bava's uh, takedown of the the fashion industry is uh, <laughs> is correct? They're all uh, drug addicts and uh, money grubbers that don't care about people. <laughs> yeah, it's the same as the film industry, honestly. Ooh. Okay. Oh, shots fired or just real talk. You heard it here first. That. You've been listening to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the fashion industry can be a little more. Um, wow, I can't believe I was to say this. I think the fashion industry might be a, a little um, colder and um, less personal than the film industry. <laughs> I think you're treated a little bit more like, um, like the models, especially, are treated a little bit more like cattle. Because the they don't talk. Industry. Wow. Wow. No, they're um, no, no, no. Um, it was sort of uh, you're you're the models are hangers for the clothes. They're not. That's people. what I'm saying. Yeah, they're just there. They're just standing. You're an um, object. That's that's like a real quote. I didn't just say. I'd like, make that up. Um, yeah. That's like a real quote from people. <laughs> that's wild to think about, isn't it? You're a hanger. Because because in, in the in the film industry, uh, you know, you're 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 having to make a personal connection and even work with people. You know, you're everybody's having to talk. I mean, I guess you're doing the same thing with models, but I feel like they're being talked at. Be, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I will say, like, like the film industry certainly has issues and especially like, you know, but I, I think the film industry is a little bit friendlier. It's a lot friendlier, actually. But that's not I mean, there's a way, you know, come on. They have their issues. I'm not. <laughs> there's issues. <laughs> Assholes in every industry. Right. Anybody got anything else? I feel like, yeah, if that's the trailer, which I did enjoy the trailer. Um, oh, we're going back to the trailer. Wow. All right. All right. No, okay. we're going back to the title because if they're going to show all of this in the title, then they could have kept the – or in the trailer, then they could have kept the original title. Like, cause... Well, the original oh, yeah. Italian trailer is very much like Friday the 13th, and that they, they have, like, the women that come on screen, and they're like, one – <laughs> and then the next woman. Oh, and they Two. show them? <laughs> uh, well, no, they don't show all, all of them. these women are going to die. Like. <laughs> they just show the like uh, clips of the women like going about doing things and, and being scared and going like, oh, I, I don't think they actually show any. I kind of like that actually. Yeah, the Friday Thirteenth trailer was always great for that. You know, like they would have one, and then like somebody would die, two, somebody would die, go all the way up to thirteen. Even though that movie didn't have a body count of thirteen. Whatever, you know, it's marketing. you got to sell. The Italian one b- would be tough to play on the podcast, though, because there's, like, no, barely any talking in it, and the talking that's in there is obviously dubbed Italian. I understand. I wasn't questioning your choices. But, you know, I just... <laughs> well, I was just letting you know why we didn't watch that one. It is the better trailer. <laughs> and you could even see the, the faded footage in the trailer, like all of them on YouTube. The American Blood and Black Lace trailers, all, of, all the footage is faded. Yeah, looks really bad. Yeah, the colors don't pop. Like it's not a good representation of the movie. Okay, I have one more question for you guys. 
Okay. Do you think that the reason this was so like bright and colorful and all of that is because it was so close to him doing black and white? Because a lot of the black and white sets and costuming and all of that, even though they were appeared to us as the viewer to be in black and white, um, they were in actuality super bright and very colorful and very saturated. And that was how they would get the different range of grays on screen. And so do you think mm-hmm. that this was just like a holdover from that and he was kind of like why like this works like why change it or do you think he just was like no let's make bright colors well there's a bunch of things to that i I think the first thing is like at the time a lot of people's understanding of like black and white versus color is that colors used for musical and epics black and white is used for darker dramas and you know the macabre you know like who would want to make a you know, a horror film in color. That's I, I can't remember what the first one was. Peeping Tom is the first thing that comes to my brain. That's, that's pornographic. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. You're showing the yeah. blood and it's red. Ooh, risque. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. You know, it, it's the sixties. Got to remember. Um, but yeah, no. I in, in terms of like black and white and color, uh, Bob had already made like two gothic horror films that were very. He'd already done Black Sabbath and uh, The Whip in the Body at this point, and uh, he used the same. Uh, Camera operator. His, well, it's the same cinematographer. Uh, this guy just – his cinematographer just handled the camera movement. And he was like a camera op and planned, helping, helped Bava plan the shots. Bava actually did all the lighting in the film. Really? That's his lighting. Yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. was a DP first. Well, well, you end up on action. Okay. Yeah. He actually, his father was a special effects and a cinematographer. So he kind of grew yeah. up in the, in the business. And he started, like, doing titles for movies. Like, the opening titles would actually, like – put so-and-so the actor's name on there and, you know, directed by, and then he had a wife and kid and that's not enough money to support them. So that's when he, that's how he got to be a cinematographer. And then he was, he had some directors that quit movies and they were like, look, we got to get 20, 30 pages in two days, kid. Do you think you can do it? Awesome. Jesus Christ. Gee, sir. I think I'd try. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And that's how he got to become a director. So very, very interesting guy. From everything you can read, people talking about him, very funny and shy. Does not sound like a filmmaker in any way, shape, or form. Hmm. Does does sound more like a, a special effects or a cinematographer guy hmm. in terms of his personality. So you're saying cinematographers aren't filmmakers? Got it. No, I'm saying like you know, you know when directors okay, come on Brian, set, stay strong. <laughs> <laughs> directors are loud, and especially like some of the people he was working with in in Italy at that point. Like, come on, man. It was a lot of that, right? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of hands. <laughs> and also, too, like, <laughs> the the first horror film in Italy, the first sound horror film in Italy came out in 1956. Oh, wow. Because, yeah, Mussolini during okay. World War II uh, banned horror movies. That bitch. Yeah. Amongst a lot of other things uh, he did. Um, Wait, why? Yeah, he was doing <laughs> horror in real reasoning? life. He was like, you don't need to see it. Here it is. <laughs> like, <laughs> what Jared said Just is correct. The, watch the news reels. <laughs> no, no, no. That's I mean, that one. is correct. But, no, but, 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 I mean, if I was a dictator and I was banning horror films, it would be because I would want people to not – I also ban the news. They can't know what I'm doing. And then – He did and, that as well. Yeah, right. So that's not that that can't be the correct answer. I mean, I would do it to be like, no, it's like a beautiful, idyllic world. Only watch happy things and think happy thoughts. But I didn't know if that was what he did. No, it's weird. They they let crime films in. It, it's it's weird, but it, like if you think about it, like this is all where this is where spaghetti westerns and giallos come from. Is Mussolini's ban 
because mm. like things that are not appropriate, right? Like we're importing, they're importing westerns from the United States because they pass the Hayes Code. They're not violent, but that's how they see in violence. So that's how we get spaghetti westerns because all these Italians grew up on John Ford westerns because that's how they saw their violent kid entertainment. Okay, so for those of us who are ignorant and unfamiliar, what is a Jallo movie? What does that mean? Uh, it's it's just a it's a it's a slasher film, it, pretty much. Uh, and is it, it an Italian word? Like, where does it where does it come from? It's the Italian word for yellow. It means yellow. Did you notice Scary. the poster for this film is yellow? Ooh. Well, uh, it comes from those paperbacks they used to do uh, oh, murder mystery paperbacks, okay. and they would have yellow covers, and there would be like a yeah. circle, or like the bottom half would they have the picture in it, and they would Got have the title it. on them. So like the Italian equivalent of like a pulp movie. Right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. Like it. an airport okay. novel or a pop, pulp yeah. movie. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm tracking. That's cool. Yeah, and they all of them pretty much, like this movie kind of set the template for uh, leather coat, leather gloves, mm. you know. Uh, this set the, the stage kind of for the lighting, but the, the lighting for this isn't really carried through in a lot of other giallos. Like Dario Agenta used it for Suspiria and its sequel, but even... The what was the first one he did that was really big in the states? Uh, the bird with the crystal plumage. That's not very colorful, and I forget who did that. Uh, the cinematographer for that was uh, the guy that shot um, Apocalypse Now. Who was the cinematographer for that? Vilmos oh. Sigmund. No, it's not. Bill, Bill. No, he didn't do that one. No, he did Deer Hunter. Um, oh, he okay, yeah. Uh, who did do that? I forget. He, he's the guy that works with uh, Bellini a lot. Uh, I'm gonna. I feel. Uh, man, I hate. That I'm, I'm getting it. Give me. Give me. Give me two seconds. Ah, it's driving me crazy. I'm almost there. It's the dude that shot Dick Tracy. You know, I had a lot of Dick Tracy vibes out of this. Uh, let's see. No, nope. Vittorio Storaro. Oh, oh Vittorio Storaro. Yeah, actually, yeah. He, he he's all about color and all about this. Like, actually, Storaro is. He's also the guy who came up with the two to one aspect ratio, which is one of my favorites. That nobody yeah. uses. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. A lot of TV shows are are done in two to one these days. Oh, that's okay. true. Yeah. Not okay. So yeah, okay. C- cinematically speaking. Brian, shut the <laughs> fuck up! God damn it! <laughs> we tried Wanna it one time with you, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, audience. This is a uh, lasting debate between Jared and I. <sighs> the aspect ratio wars. <laughs> It's the best uh, in a standard viewing, like especially in the TV world. It's how you get that cinematic feel without going like you know two three nine. Two three nine is is is, is too small. And one eight five is too big. Uh, give me a two to one. Yeah, exactly. Did you just Goldilocks an aspect ratio? Is that what you That's, just no, did? That, which is exactly is right. No, he's exactly did? right. Bullshit. He's exactly Bullsh- right. No, Jared, I will not. Accept no, he's this. exactly fucking right. No, I know. Like you know, all, all your modern Star Trek oh and all your fucking God. everybody who loves Stranger yeah, Things and all that shit. That's all shot two to one. Two to one. There it is. Kristen, help me out here, please. Oh. I think the first the thing I ever saw that, 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 that I realized oh, a full uh, two to one was House of Cards. Just shot two to one as well. Because you're louder doesn't mean that Brian is It feels cinematic. And it's fun. And actually, a lot of films are still shot two to one. A lot, a lot of your like Midsummer <laughs> is two to one. You know, uh, uh, Hereditary Should is also two to one. Should we look all of this up because your previous facts were incorrect? Hereditary. All my facts are correct. <laughs> Who cares what the fucking aspect ratio was shot in? <laughs> was Midsummer really shot in that goddamn aspect ratio? Yes, it was. 
Are you checking my? I'm going to check it right my, now because I, <laughs> I don't want to believe it. Yeah, that's that right. Movie and you turn to Kristen ratio. and you look her in the fucking eyes and say, "Jared was right." <laughs> I'm going to say, "God it's okay, damn you it!" Don't have to do that. <laughs> it was shot a two to one pretentious snob I, movie. I hate it now. <laughs> Wait, excuse me. Wait, excuse me. It just died. It just died to me. <laughs> You know, I was on the fence about it before, but uh, no, I'm yeah, not. No, no, no one I'm, uses this aspect. <laughs> really loved it. Now, hate it. Explains why I saw it with black bars in a cinema. <laughs> Wait, I didn't see it in the theater. Never mind. That's right. That's why I didn't know the Which, aspect that's ratio. That's shocking, actually. Yeah, sorry. I really hated Hereditary. I didn't know Midsummer was going to be a, a class act. I didn't know. You know? You know, Midsummer was still great. I, didn't st- I still didn't see, uh, what is it? Bo is Afraid? I still didn't see that. Yeah, I didn't see it either. But that's okay. I still am going to go see Transformers next weekend. So that tells you a <laughs> oh, little that makes something up about me. It. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Got to bring the pretentious level down just a little bit. Just <laughs> a little bit. I hope that's in two to one as well. <laughs> <laughs> I will lose my fucking shit. I swear to God, I will walk out of the theater. I will walk out. All right, are we at ratings? <laughs> Who's going first? Who's rating Blood and Black Lace? All right, I'll go first to set the tone real low. Um, low, low, low. Yeah, uh, I got to admit, I was I was confused with this movie. And as a person who's one of my favorite movies is fucking Inception. I don't get confused in movies, and so watching this movie and being like, wait, which character is this? Who's getting killed right now? I thought that was the other girl, and now you're saying it's this one. Okay. I didn't find this to be super compelling with the way that the characterizations were happening. I don't know that it needed to be um, because it is a pulp movie. It is like a, Hey, let's watch this killer. Just murder a bunch of, of women. Um, I found some elements of it really interesting. I liked the, the, I liked the camera work. I liked the lighting style. I thought all the, the pops of color and, and the, the set design, the costume mm-hmm. design, the production design across the board was like really interesting. Like they were, they were interesting locations. They were interesting settings for these characters to, to, to do things in. Um, I just didn't know what the fuck was going on and who we were following. <laughs> like I was just, <laughs> and it was not for a lack of, of reading every fucking word and rewinding it to make sure that I didn't misunderstand what they were saying. So I don't, I didn't find it super well constructed from a writing standpoint, but I did think that the, the, the way that the movie conveyed the ideas worked better than I maybe expected it to. There were some some ideas that have been used ad nauseum in the 40 years since this movie came out. Like, let's introduce a fucking diary and then crash zoom to it and make sure that you have a close-up on every fucking character's reaction. Like, it's this is a really big deal. And if you don't know it's a big deal, we're going to make it a bigger deal by here's a music stab and here's a smash zoom close up and here's another close up on this person. So, like, I, there were there were moments where it felt like the, the movie was hitting me over the head with, like, this is a thing that you should pay attention to. I don't know that I've seen a movie that came out earlier than this that did similar things. So it, maybe it had, maybe it hadn't. Obviously, we've talked about um, some of the things that Hitchcock has done. We've we've seen some of those. So. Yes, there's there's some cinematic um, cinematic language that this is is using in an interesting way, but uh, overall, I still found it rather obtuse for what it was trying to be. Um, so I didn't find it super entertaining. I did appreciate its its uh, tight runtime. It was a very efficient storytelling 
movie, <laughs> which <laughs> considering some of the two and a half hour fucking movies that we've seen in the past couple months, like that was uh that was refreshing. Uh, way to go, nineteen sixty four. Um, Killing it. <laughs> I I I would be interested to see some of the other movies that this director has done because I feel like this for what it was was uh, reasonably well executed, if not masterful. Um, I feel like it's a really solid seven. Worth seeing. I'm I'm glad to understand Seven. what 1964 thought was um, low budget horror because they they did some some good work, but it it wasn't you know it was it wasn't amazing, but it was worth watching. Solid seven. Seven. All right. Who's going next? Yeah, I will agree with a lot of that. Actually, um, I enjoyed this movie a lot, and I feel like there were a lot of instances where it. It could have been better, and there were a, a, a few things that I would definitely change if, if if I were making it or working on it. But that's not actually what the movie was, so or, or it was supposed to be. You know, it is supposed to be this like larger than life uh, horror movie, and I, that's it set out to do that, and that is exactly what it accomplished. And it looked beautiful doing it, and there were definitely moments that were absolutely hilarious. I absolutely loved the <laughs> police lineup. <laughs> all of that um uh, you know the clothes uh you know they this is a fashion movie uh considering every all things considered it's still a fashion movie and you know the clothes don't disappoint the the hair and the makeup don't disappoint um and if you're there to watch beautiful women get murdered you know that doesn't disappoint either and the a lot of the killings in this were very yeah, I, I'm going to say brutal. Uh, I felt like some of them were kind of hard to watch. We're so used to, I think, slasher movies that you almost don't feel anything when mm. you see people get murdered. Yeah, that's a good but point. But the way these people get murdered, you're like, oh, God, did you need to do that, though? <laughs> like, that was a lot. <laughs> you didn't have to do that. Um, and it, it makes it really um, interesting and horrifying and intriguing all at the same time. And I feel like I'm talking myself uh, into a higher rating. Um, but yeah, which is good. Which is good. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it an eight. Um, I liked it a lot. This is this is really great, really enjoyable. My only complaint is the dubbing and the English that's just like a personal pet peeve of mine um the English slash Italian depending on whatever you're watching and um but but that's honestly minor in terms of of the quality of the movie I think there's a lot of really good stuff here I enjoyed it here here before I get started, I also want to point out that The Northman was also shot in two to one. That's a um, shitty movie. Yeah. That is that the is, worst movie. That is the wrong like, Are I you checking my homework no. on that, too? That is the wrong argument to bring to this particular knife fight. Yeah, but I know how much Brian okay, loves it. Okay, so and... can you name a non-pretentious movie, like something that's not an art film, Jared? <laughs> God, you're making me say this about movies I love. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, the new Indiana Jones movie was See, shot the, in the two- <laughs> This is how it's our not. arguments it's, go. It's, I told you. It's two through nine. The ratio wars. God damn it. <laughs> Anyways, I don't have a problem with this aspect ratio. It was actually, I would like to see the 166, uh, but uh, this one's 185, which is nice and pretty. Oh, I saw it. Uh, Pillar Boxed. Was it, oh, did you? Yeah. Was it not that way on TV? I thought it was that way on TV. No. Uh-uh. 
No, really? I don't think it was. Yeah. Oh, okay. It wasn't. I thought. I thought no. it was. I'm mistaken. All right. But anyways, um, I really enjoyed this movie. I I struggled with it because of the weird Italiany stuff. You know, I I, I was kind of bored with it in, in the Italian version. But when I actually was able just to kind of like watch it, you know, with, with the English version, I actually started to really like it. I, I love I love the camera movement. I, I love the the like I said the dynamic feel like like of the storytelling, like tell, telling the story with the camera, with blocking, letting things live. Um, I, it's confusing, you know, trying to like keep up with all these characters and all that. So I mean, like I, I think that that part of the story is a little, you know, but it's it still works. And also, you got to think about the time that it came out. It's uh, it's entertaining. Uh, I, I I think it's great. Um, I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'm gonna give it nine sex maniacs uh, in a homicidal fury uh, out of ten. Uh, and I'm only gonna take that one off because they made me watch Italian version. To only know that it was English to go back and watch English to know that it was actually dubbed, and, and that's confusing. So. Yeah. Well, you, you you needed it so you could see the good transfer, though, right? You know, it, it was worth watching the Italian version to get the transfer. If you own the Arrow Blu-ray, apparently you could get both and and, and enjoy it. Um, but if you try to be cheap and only spend the three dollars, yeah, it'll work out. Watch both. Boom. And the Italian's free, so you got no you got no excuse, right? You just got to put up with how many commercials do you have? Like two, three commercials. And they were the yeah, same like commercials, and they were annoying. I don't yeah. even think there were that many, and they were less than a minute long. And, and because it, because I was watching it in Italian, and when the commercial would come on, I would watch the fucking commercial, and then I'd rewind and then watch through again because I'd already forgotten what the hell was going on because I <laughs> to read it all, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um. Obviously, I'm going to come in at a ten. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Mario Bava is not something I grew up with. Uh, I knew Black Sunday because those came on TBS and TB, uh, TNT back in the day. And I saw them when I was like nine to 14, maybe two or three times. Uh, bl- uh, bl- Black Sabbath a little bit more. They weren't good transfers. And, you know, like I, they're, they're not movies that I held on with me, that held on with me to, to adulthood. It's not something I carried with me. Um, I don't really know why. I think maybe because Black Sa- Sabbath is an anthology movie. And I, I don't know. There's just so many of those. And they're, they're just not super appealing. To me personally, I you know I I just don't know. But when this this came out, uh, I want to say it was really close to when we started this podcast around 2015, 2016. This came out on Blu-ray, and I had never seen it before. And I heard uh, Joe Dante, Martin Scorsese. Um, I've seen a bunch of film critics uh, talk about how uh, Sleepy Hollow, uh, Tim Burton's Sleepy Hollow, is a love letter to Mario Bava. And, you know, it's just like, I, I just kind of want to do a deep dive. And when it came out, I just blind bought the Blu-ray. Never seen Blood and Black Lace before in my life. My wife and I watched this, and I swear to God, it was one of one of the best older films that I had never seen before. Like, I went out and bought every single Mario Bava movie that exists that I can find in the United States on fucking Blu-ray. Like, I'm talking about even the Hercules ones. I'm talking about the science fiction ones. I'm talking about his two spaghetti... I don't, I don't have... Both spaghetti westerns. I got one spaghetti western. I don't think the other one's come out yet. But just did a whole deep dive into this guy. I, I, I hold John Carpenter in a high esteem. And one of the reasons I love John Carpenter so much is that he just does so much with so little. He he makes me feel like I'm watching like this big budget visionary thing that has these ideas that are macabre, yes, but like they're, they're just they just 
they're big and they communicate these things in a really cool visual aesthetic. It blew my mind to see somebody as smart as John Carpenter, you know, before him even. It's it, he's he's he was literally it's the missing link between Hitchcock and John Carpenter. Hmm. It's Mario Bava. Here it is. This is what hmm. and it, like, just thinking about the color use in this movie. When I got done watching it, I was just like, holy shit, this is a couple years after fucking goddamn Vertigo. Yeah, it's just it blows my mind. It's so impressive. It's so infectious. Every time I get done watching this movie. I want to put it in again and just 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 live everything. Just study every little bit. Soak up every piece of fucking atmosphere. The, and the fact that there's like it, it was blowing my mind, man. Like two killers, two killers in this movie. You know, the first time I saw that was in Scream in 1996. Here it is, 1964. How many fucking slasher films can you think of that have two killers? There's a couple, but still, it's just mind blowing. 64. This is what they're thinking. On top of that, one of the one, women is a is a killer. Like, how often does that happen? Even today, usually a woman's like, uh, you know, the second killer in a Scream movie. (laughs) The man did the heavy lifting. I guess that's similar to here, too. I guess that's where that trope is coming from. But I don't It's just it's so ahead of its time. So many great fucking ideas. Just really the missing link in horror that I that I personally was missing. It's just opened my eyes to so much. And um I, yeah, I, I, you know, it may not be considered the first Jallo, but this is definitely the first, like, full-bloodied, full-colored fucking Jallo. Nothing even came close before this. This is all the ingredients are set into stone. This is, for a Jallo, what Black Christmas or Halloween is to a slasher movie. Just, god damn it, mm. it's a stepping stone of classic cinema. I cannot, if you're a horror fan, please watch it. Please, please, go buy that Arrow disc before it fucking sells out. You got to. Your eyeballs will fucking thank you. <laughs> well, well said. Uh, because this film is so old, uh, there is not an official Rotten Tomatoes uh, blurb, but I picked a good one here. It says, for those prepared to overlook the stumbling script, which exists merely as a frame, this is a true original, a portrait of murder in oils. Rotten Tomatoes uh, certifies blood and black lace. It doesn't say fresh, which is interesting. It should be, though. as fresh with an 80% tomato meter. And a 75% audience score. That's pretty solid. Yeah. I kind of take issue with the script thing. I, oh, don't. I just pulled I a think random that's one. That's very man. accurate. I, I was well described, Jared. <laughs> I, th- I think the script's kind of something you don't see. Like, this is not a. This is. The, this formula isn't in the whodunit, even though it's a whodunit. Like, you're not following anybody. I think the script would be appreciated more if there was not such an issue with the language. Uh, by which I mean the dubbing and the the Italian, the English, the mouth gestures, all of that, um, because I think that's very distracting, and people associate that with the script. And I th- I think if you kind of removed that and made it like cohesive and or in English, um, I think people would not have as much of an issue with it. Hmm. And neither one of you guys saw this in English, right? Both of you guys watched it only in Italian. I watched it only in Italian. Yes. Yeah, I saw it in Italian. Which the I can English follow it. I mean, no, no, no. I mean, that's why I can say, like, um, I think the script was fine. I think the script was good. I think there were other issues that would make you blame the script, though. Okay, yeah, that, no, that's that's a fair assessment because there were there were several. Most most of my issues were with like the characters felt very interchangeable, 
yeah. they all had these names that, mm. that blurred together and they all had faces that blurred together. So is that casting? Is that naming? Uh, yeah, exactly. It, I think it's I'm, casting. Yeah. It's acting. It's, it's also, of, it's also yeah. character development. We didn't get like, we didn't get a chance to, to develop each of these people right, which is, and see them as separate characters with all that. the... If you get like a great actor who comes with their own backstory and, and then they, they're I memorable. Mean, that's, yeah, you don't need you don't actually need that in the script. You don't need everything laid out for you like that. Yeah. So is that the script problem structurally? Is that a script problem like naming the characters or is that just like, well, you could have had slightly different casting and made them a little bit more yeah. individually interesting? Yeah. It's like the serious version of Clue the movie. Yeah. Which I fucking loved Clue as a kid. Like I've seen that movie probably 30 times. Like which is it, that that's the kind of thing that's stuck in my brain is how whodunits are are defined. That's not how most whodunits are defined. I understand that. I'm just <laughs> yeah, saying okay. that's that that was my history when I was a kid. <laughs> 10 little Indians that ain't. Um <laughs> So with that, you've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to moviecrewpod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at moviecrewpod. Jared, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at checkthegate or on Twitter at Jared B. Callen. Mike, where can they find you? I'm on Instagram at Griggsy Media. That's G-R-I-G-G-S-Y Media. And Christian, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Kristen Magdalene. That's Kristen with a K and an I. And you guys can find me on Twitter at Elkins Edits. And uh, we're going to close out the show tonight. I don't, I don't have the soundtrack. I couldn't find the soundtrack. I couldn't even buy the soundtrack for this movie. Uh, so I think I'm just going to play the opening titles from the film that I'm just going to rip from the movie. So yeah. So I guess we're going to play track one, the opening titles, because I don't know what else to call it. <laughs> and this is from composer Carlo Russicelli. Enjoy. Hey, Brian, I want you to also know that Jurassic World 2015 was also shot two to one. <laughs> Jared, do you know that you can't uh, fucking show the goddamn format two to one without showing black bars in the theater, which is Bush League bullshit. All right. Stop <laughs> doing it, filmmakers. You're doing bad shit. Bad. Bad filmmakers. Fill the fucking full screen in a cinema. It ain't a goddamn TV screen. I don't need to be formatted for my goddamn TV screen. It's a projector. This doesn't even make sense. God damn it, Jared. You're going to make me fucking die. Heart ah, attack. Fiend. Oh, thank you for making me a part of this. <laughs> yeah.